It's time for Barreled Up by Ball Cap Sports. Here's your, here's your, here's your host, Jim Riley and Robbie Hyde. The winter meetings get a very, very much needed shot of life tonight with the Yankees and the Red Sox pulling off a trade for this man right here. It is the leadoff topic. Alex Verdugo traded to the New York Yankees. I'll be honest with you. I was... When I first got the tweet, I was saying, you guys, those of you that have been here long enough, you know, I was saying, they did it, they did it, they did it. Verdugo for Glaber Torres, this is going to be the stream to end all streams. And then it was Verdugo for a bunch of pitching prospects. Hmm. I was this close to being over the moon excited and starting the live stream an hour early, but then it was just a pit, bunch of pitching prospects that I thought, well, okay, you know what, we can wait. We can wait. I'll just continue along with the program. 10 o'clock, we'll do our thing. But there is definitely a lot of juice around this. This is the Red Sox and the Yankees executing on a trade. We, You guys have seen the tweets out there. They don't do this that often. And a lot of times when they do, there's it's not to this magnitude when they are involved with each other in a transaction. So... It is a very, very interesting move, to say the least, how it impacts moving forward Juan Soto and what they're doing. We are going to get into that. Jeff Passan tweeting a minute ago, the Pirates are acquiring Marco Gonzalez in a trade from the Braves. The Braves will send cash to the Pirates and receive a player to be named later. Fascinating. That's at the moment. Jeff Passan tweeting that Gonzalez, who we heard yesterday that he would not be staying with Atlanta, is on the move to the Pittsburgh Pirates. A fine, fine deal for the Pirates. They're also sending cash. So Marco Gonzalez becomes a prime suspect to be traded at the deadline next year by the Pirates. So that just happened, but let's focus on the big major news at hand. Brandon, I hope so, man. I'm waiting just like you. I'm waiting just like you. So this is the big one. The news today was all about Otani until we had Verdugo dealt to the New York Yankees. This is a Yankees team that needs, came into this thing, prioritizing Two bats. This is one of them. There are some out there that believe that Verdugo is here to stay. There are some out there that believe that Verdugo will be used in a deal. Added to a deal for Juan Soto from the San Diego Padres. And I guess, can we really, truly, definitively rule out either scenario? I don't know if we truly can. I can see the Yankees again. What they what their goal was, I can see that. I mean, you can have Jason Dominguez back for a significant portion of the season. And at that point, your outfield would be Soto, Dominguez, and Judge. Stanton's the DH. There are also those out there that believe that this Verdugo trade is the nail in the coffin for any Juan Soto. And Yankees trade, which I'm not in that category. 
I do not believe that this trade prevents any Juan Soto Yankees trade. I think that this is, if they hold on to Verdugo, it gives them another bat. We're looking for, we're looking for bats. We're looking for lefties. Verdugo, I think, can be better than what he was last year. And you add Soto in there, good. Maybe you need to package Verdugo with San Diego to get the deal done. Then you do that. Do what you need to do. John, thank you for the nine months. Yes, Verdugo will have to shave. And by the way, I think we've seen him clean shaven before, and it doesn't look right. So, I mean, maybe he gets traded to San Diego, and we don't have to experience clean shaven Alex Verdugo. Because he just seems like a guy who looks better with a beard. Some some dudes are like that. Some dudes are better with the beard, better without. You take the beard away, you're like, ah, I'm sorry. That's kind of Verdugo's situation. KD, thank you for the donation. I had the first Dick Fitz joke of the night. Dick Fitz and Reese McGuire should work well together. Well done. That is Richard Fitz is the main piece that goes back to Boston. Richard Fitz was at double-A last year. He's the number 12 prospect in the Yankees organization. He's got a decent K-rate at double-A, but listen how this works. We usually see the K-rates go down as these guys level up. So we'll see how that all continues to grow, but apparently looks like he's a decent arm that the Red Sox will add into their Situation 2024 is the ETA on MLB pipeline. So whether he breaks with the Red Sox or earns his way throughout the season, Richard Fitz could be an interesting piece. Fastball slider, changeup guy, three-pitch guy. So is he a starter long-term or is he a bullpen guy? I mean, Richard Fitz might be a bullpen guy. The other pieces that are on the move, you do have a bullpen guy with Weissert and with Nicholas Judas, he was an eighth-round pick in 2023, pick number 252. We have not seen him throw a pitch of professional baseball yet. So, this is a good trade. Red Sox get some pitching prospects. The Yankees get a lefty bat. Yankee fans now get Alex Verdugo, which is interesting in itself. Yankees are still in on Muffin Man. Thank you for the ten months. I do not believe. I I don't think this is a trade and flip, but at the same time, I'm not surprised if that's what happens. If the San Diego Padres look at the the scenario and they're saying, "Nah, we need you guys to go out and acquire a bat because yes, we want these pitching prospects, but we also need a bat in return." Right now, the outfield in San Diego is Grisham, Soto, and Tatis. And Verdugo could slide in for Soto next year. Because when you look at this San Diego situation, they've got Jackson Merrill, but Jackson Merrill, I mean... He's an infielder. He's not an outfielder. He's their top prospect. Look, I mean, if you are dealing Soto, would you like to not give yourself a hole in left field? Because that's what happens. 
That's why we talk about Everson Pereira being a part of the deal for San Diego. I don't know. Maybe Verdugo goes in the trade and he's San Diego's left fielder. Because, again, if you trade Juan Soto away and all you get is pitching back, well, great. You have solved one issue, potentially, depending on how depending on how many major league ready pitchers you get. But you create another need. You create a need in left field. Because they're sort of thin there. And we get back to the money. We get back to the money. They, ha- I believe this San Diego team needs to spend the majority of their money on pitching this offseason. And you don't want to have to go and drop 15, 16, 17, whatever it takes to get Teoscar Hernandez or Lourdes Gurriel Jr. So maybe you can get Verdugo and it's a one, it's a one-year deal. And then you move on from there. Is there another Jeff Passan tweet? I'd love to get to the rest of the information, but it won't stop. It is still just the Marco Gonzalez. That's coming from everybody now. Passan, Heyman, Feinsand, Nightingale, all on Marco Gonzalez going to the Pittsburgh Pirates. Is that is that is that Alex Anthopoulos just doing a solid? No, look, the way that works is to get Kelnick, they had to take on Marco Gonzalez. And good job for them to move on and get him out of there and not have to sit with that money. Let me see what we got from Andy Martino. We are full on in watch mode here, guys. This is fantastic. Andy Martino tweeting out 10 minutes ago, Yankees are still working on stuff. Unclear as yet if they'll finish another transaction tonight. Andy Martino tweeting 14 minutes before that. Yankees are comfortable with a lot of Aaron Judge in center if they are able to get Juan Soto. Andy Martino tweeting an hour ago, and I brought this up because I saw this an hour ago. Brian Cashman said he wanted to add two left-handed hitting outfielders and that they are still in on Juan Soto. Again, the Verdugo deal does not preclude, prevent, Stop any momentum for Juan Soto. Maybe it adds another piece. If it's not adding another piece, it is adding something significant. Just adding more if can get to that time, lineup. Get Justin Turner, please. Raul, that's who you want if they can bring in Otani. Justin Turner. Justin Turner had a nice season last year. I think Justin Turner's got a good 2024 lined up. I would agree with that. Traded to the Yankees. Alex Verdugo, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Richard Fitz, Greg Weissert, and Nicholas Judas, all pitchers, headed to the Boston Red Sox. You got a bunch of Boston Red Sox for Alex Verdugo, who is heading into his final year under control. And then he will be off testing the free agent waters. What's his projected arbitration? Not that it matters. Let's see if Fangraphs has moved him from Boston to New York on payroll. Uh, projected arbitration is $9.2 million. I think about that because, keeping in mind, the elements of... Is Verdugo spun and added to the package for Soto? 
if it's going to be $9 million for Verdugo, would you rather have Verdugo or would you rather it be somebody it else if it's going to be 10 mil? Possibility to get lured? Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Where'd that super check go? There it is. Alex, thank you for that. It's going to be a great question, Alex. And that question is a fantastic one. What is Toronto's ability to continue to make additions if they land Otani is going to be a great one because obviously that team knows, that front office knows, you can't be done. There's still some needs with this team. We will see. I mean, obviously, one thing we know, and I don't mean to jump ahead, we will be digging into Otani because there was some fascinating Otani talk today. But when you consider the Toronto Blue Jays situation, you've got, you would have Otani at DH. Then you would go Kirk and Jansen as your split, your dual catcher situation. You've got Springer. You've got Varsho. There are players you could give an opportunity to if you don't have money. For left field, and you don't have money for third base. The Muffin Man, extreme, extreme hype in the chat for Muffin Man with a $50 donation. What? That just happened. What? That just happened. Okay, well, I I needed I needed to hear it twice. Thank you for that. Uh, hype in the chat for Muffman. I personally don't think they will keep Alex for long. I think this is a trade and a flip. I can see the logic to it. I can see the path. I can see. I can see it. I can also see them keeping him, but I can see it. Look, think about this. Here's the, here's the logic to trading him. Number one, and most importantly, the most I important reason. They will keep Alex let's let it long. I think there's a trade and flip. The most important reason to trade Verdugo is to make it so he doesn't have to shave that damn beard. I don't want to see baby face Verdugo. No, no. Get him to San Diego. We cannot have that happen. After the facial hair situation. The other reason to trade him to San Diego. You you blocked the prospects long enough. And if you do in fact trade for Juan Soto. And you keep Verdugo. Verdugo. Judge and Soto is your outfield. And that means that Everson Pereira, best of luck to you. Jason Dominguez, I will find some we'll find some room for you. Uh Everson Pereira. There's there's there and don't forget they also claimed Oscar Gonzalez as a piece as well. The Muffin Man is back. There's a there's a there's a, a children's nursery rhyme about the muffin man. Muffin man is just lighting it up. Muffin man. What is going on? Muffin man. Oh hell yeah! 
again hype in the chat for muffin man let me read that that would be funny to see him without one though yeah i don't know if i want to see that muffin man thank you for the donation you're taking us through the through the roof here uh bone 6000 why would boston help new york get soto it's a great question boston needs pitching boston just got three pitchers one of them the 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 main piece in this deal fits can be a part of their plans in that would 2024 be funny to see him without one though again muffin man thank you for that bone it's a fantastic question if you knew that verdugo was going to be flipped why would soto i get soto that's a great question that is something we will have to ask down the road if that is in fact how they end up getting Juan Soto. Craig Breslow kind of jumped a step to become the president of the, the chief baseball officer in Boston. I mean, Craig, what are we doing? Craig, are you helping your rival, the rival of all rivals? Get Juan Soto? Again, you get some good pitching. Verdugo is gone. The Red Sox just got three pitchers that have endless amounts of control. And Verdugo is walking. But again, if Verdugo is the piece that helps them get Juan Soto, it is a crime against humanity by Craig Breslow. Let's keep it going. Let's see if we get one. Riddler, I heard Jed got upset about hearing rumors of the Cubs being out on a tiny Riddler. Yes, and I want to talk about that. I am going to get into that because that is one of my favorite moments of the day. Each day, like each part of this day, it just kept going. There, I, I, watching everything transpire and play out regarding Otani and teams that are in and teams that are out and Dave Roberts and Jed Hoyer and Bob Nightingale and Ross Atkins in the Blue Jays and Dave Roberts and Dave Roberts and Dave Roberts. It was just, I mean, it was madness. It was absolute madness with the winter meetings today. Lots of drama with the winter meetings. The other fascinating element to today was all of the one, uh, not one, Shohei Otani hijinks that took place on social media around the Dodgers, the Blue Jays, the Cubs, Bob Nightingale, this man, Dave Roberts, who said this in the biggest foot-in-mouth moment that a manager has ever had. Um, it's a good possibility. I, I think that... Um, yeah, yep. Um, yep, nope, stop. Don't do it. No. Nope. Yeah, we met with him. Oh! No, I don't want to... I'd like to be honest. And so uh, we, we, we met with Shohei, and uh, we talked, and um, I think it went well. Did anybody else, when they're watching that the first time, just cringe the whole time? Stop talking. Shut up, Dave. Dave, 
Andrew Friedman would like to see you in his office. In fact, not Andrew Friedman wants to see you in his office. Not just Andrew Friedman. You need to go to the office because there are a couple in there that want to talk to you. It is Andrew Friedman and it is Brandon Gomes wants to have a conversation. Would like to speak with you. Can you please come into the office for just a moment? Bob Nightingale tweeting out almost what within an hour said that he was surprised by Dave Roberts' candidness about Otani in the private meeting. Gomes steadfastly refuses to talk about the pursuit. And that's the smart play right now. That's what the Blue Jays are doing. That's what Ross Atkins is doing. You try to get Ross to say anything about anything, and he says a whole lot of nothing. Now, he's always done that. I love the guys uh, from uh, from the Walk Off podcast had a great one on Twitter about that today. That Ross has been practicing, preparing for this moment in his general managerial career for years because he does this all the time. Dave Roberts, did he just hurt the Dodgers' chances? I can't imagine that Shohei Otani is going to turn down the Dodgers because Dave Roberts was running his mouth. I I I would be surprised. I also saw it on Twitter, and it's a very good point that if Shohei Otani decides to not go to the Dodgers because of something Dave Roberts says, then that's kind of a well that tells us something about Otani. Well, we already we already kind of know that about Otani. And that's why he has asked for this to be remain private. As private as possible. Muffin Man, you have it as a gazillion percent that did hurt their chances. So, oh, he did though. Mark, he did. The whole point, the Blue Jays will not admit to meeting. Craig Council might be the smartest man in the room because when asked about Otani in a meeting, he said, I haven't had one. He played he played stupid. No, I I haven't been to one because I haven't been invited. We haven't had one. Craig Council was probably just getting out of the room with Shohei Otani. Craig Council's big brain in this thing. Dave Roberts is just going on and on and on. And more to the Craig Council situation. The Cubs' optimism of landing Shohei Otani significantly waned, one high-ranking executive said. Leaving the Dodgers, the Blue Jays, the Angels, and the Giants as the likely finalists. So are the Cubs out is my next poll question. Let's keep running poll questions. We got a 50-50 on Verdugo in the deal. Let me ask you guys, are the Cubs out? Yes or no? Here we go. Let's start a poll. Quick one. Are the Cubs out? Yes or no? Do you believe that the Cubs are out? Or are the Cubs doing what everybody else is supposed to be doing and appearing to be at a distance? I don't know. But Bob Nightingale put this out into the universe. And then shortly after that... From the Cubs zone, per Jesse Rogers on Waddle and Sylvie, Jesse Rogers saying Jed Hoyer ran into Bob Nightingale before meeting the media in Nashville, and there were some stern words exchanged. Jed Hoyer is pissed. 
Now, at the same time, if you're not in on Otani, do you want to be used as leverage? Is it good that you are not publicly attached to Otani anymore so you cannot be used as leverage? Or or are you maybe using Otani as leverage? Like I believe Atlanta maybe was. And then Mark Bowman ran his mouth. And if they were trying to use Otani as leverage with Chris Getz, Mark Bowman went in there and screwed the whole thing up. But Mark Bowman covered his tracks by saying that the Dylan Cease thing is overblown. Look, we've got public posturing We've got leverage season in full effect. We've got a lot of guys that don't know shit looking like they know something. We got people popping up with sources. We got we got accounts out there hiding behind generic MLB logos with weird-ass Twitter handles that apparently know more than Jeff Passan. We're in that season right now. Now, all evidence suggests the Jays are pushing hard, made their pitch, along with a few other finalists. Interest seems mutual, but others are pushing too. Now it's up to Otani. Ben Nicholson-Smith is telling us that the offers are in and that it is now up to Otani to make his decision. So does that mean that tomorrow? Does that mean that we will get? We we had a 72-hour thing just the other day. Is that legit? And the Blue Jays, is this an upset? We are over 500 likes, so this is my last sentence I'm going to say. The Blue Jays are trying to pull off an upset, according to Ben Nicholson-Smith, and I agree with that. Why are more people not rooting for the Blue Jays to snag Otani? Because it would be an upset. Everyone thinks it's going to be the Dodgers. So why are there not more people rooting for Toronto, the team that had the smallest odds in everyone's mind? 